Hearing voices? I'm hearing voices. You're listening to Hearing Voices with Scott Watson. This morning on Hearing Voices with Scott Watson, we visit with celebrity dog trainer Joel Silverman. You know him from Animal Planet's Good Dog You, an occasional guest here on Hearing Voices. So, Senior Pet Month in December, Joel. Can you teach an old dog new tricks? Oh, yeah. You can always teach an old dog new tricks. Anybody who knows anything about me knows that I've you know, been a Hollywood animal trainer for over 40 years. And um, many of the dogs we get from animal shelters, humane societies, are um, older dogs. Um, dogs that have actually horrible behaviors and not trained. And so... Um, and to retrain a dog or to take a dog that's not trained um, is very, very you know, simple to do. And so you can always teach an old dog new tricks. When you get a dog from an animal shelter, they may have had one or multiple owners. How much trust and comfort do they have to have with you before you can engage in the training process? That's a really, really great question because a lot of times, you know, animal when you adopt a dog from a shelter, you don't know the story. I mean, they could tell you, you know, the shelter could tell you as much as they can tell you um but they really don't know the whole story and you have to assume that if a dog ends up in a shelter um if the dog was not a stray dog and somebody surrendered the dog they probably didn't have a very good relationship with the dog um one way or another and maybe was because of training or they just never had the bond and never have built that relationship so anything if, if you know anything about me or the guys i tour with we do a dog training workshop tour um the other two guys you know we're all about the bond we're all about the relationship uh, all my books i talk about this on my tv shows you know it's not even a training issue. You need to develop a bond with your dog. You need, you need to get your dog in a place where your dog wants to please you, wants to make you happy. Find what your dog likes, incorporate those things in that dog's life. Um, that dog is gonna be different than other dogs and there are certain things the dog is gonna like and there are certain things the dog is not going to like just because it's that particular dog. When you can develop that bond, when you can develop that relationship, that is what lays the foundation for training and that is what makes training that much easier. Um, and so, uh, so it's just really, really important for whatever, pe- you know, the listeners as they're listening here, um, it all is about the bond. It all is all about the relationship. This morning on Hearing Voices with Scott Watson, we visit with celebrity dog trainer Joel Silverman. He's part of Good Dog You on Animal Planet, and you can find him all over social media. We'll talk more about that in a minute. Joel, when someone is comfortable with their dog and they bring others into the house or they're out on a walk and they encounter another pet or another person that relationship is not there how do you handle that when the dog may be a little resistant to that well there's a couple different ways of of looking at it you know to be honest with you there's there's two different ways of looking at it there's the one way is and if you if you were to go to europe for example in europe the dogs are incredibly well behaved but the dogs do not come near each other they don't approach each other they ignore each other they don't smell each other and they don't that they don't do that and so that's one way of looking at it if you look at i mean i I spent a lot of time in europe and um and the dogs are incredibly well trained and they are not allowed and they you know they just look at another a dog as just something that it's like okay it's just there but i don't you know and that's one way of, of going about it. Now, in, in the States, we do something different. There are a lot of people who are like, oh, can my dog approach your dog and let you know, dog smoke? And the thing is, and that's, that's, that's fine if that's what people want to do. However, both dogs need to be on the same page and both owners need to be on the same page. I don't know if you've seen situations where somebody's walking their dog and somebody just approach, lets their dog just pull them to the other dog. Well, 
the other dog might want to be on a leash because it doesn't like other dogs. That's why the dog has that person has that dog on a leash and to allow somebody else's dog to come in. And all of a sudden now, now what ends, ends up happening is there, 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 a lot of times a fight comes out of that, but it's a dog becoming defensive. It's all of a sudden this dog approaches this one dog. He becomes a defensive, you know, he gets become, he snarls, becomes defensive. And then the one that was approaching all of a sudden he comes back and nails that dog because he became defensive and then you know people start yelling at each other well you know was your well it's like well you know if you would have kept your dog away from the person's dog you wouldn't have that problem so i always tell people just make sure that you before you you know want to do something like that ask the person if your dog is 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 friendly towards other dogs you know it's really really important if you enjoy hearing voices with scott watson we're available 24 hours a day at whtc.com also apple google spotify and on december 26th all morning long the best of hearing voices with scott watson on whtc between 5 30 a.m and noon we visit this morning with celebrity dog trainer joel silverman january's train your dog month and i know you're a big fan of using treats to make that happen yeah, exa- exactly. I tell people all the time, you want to find something that's really, really motivating to your dog. Um, a lot of different treats that are out there. If people know me, know that I've been you know, using Bill Jack food and feeding the treats for many, many years. And I'm not the only one. There are a lot of trainers in Hollywood um, that have been doing it for you know, 30, 35 years now using the treats and stuff. And um, back in the day, there was only you know, one, st- one type of treat. But now, of course, there's many, many treats. Um, so I uh, always recommend people just to try different ones. Every dog is different. And when you are using treats, just remember a small, small amount of treat each time you're working with the dog. If you feel like breaking the treat up in a half or a quarter, feel free to do that. And um, just remember that just make the treat really, really super minimal. One thing you want to do is when you train the dog with the treat, fade the treat out. If your dog is only working for a treat and you never, ever fade the treat out and include tactile rewards, which is petting the dog and conditioning your dog to take that tactile reward or petting the dog as a reinforcement. If you never do that, your dog is only going to be working for the treat. So you want to make sure the art is train the behavior with the treat. Once it's trained, eventually fade out that treat. You have books, videos, and a tour that is available. If someone really is curious and wants to get serious in 2023 about training their job or their dog, rather, how best can they access your material? Um, they can actually go to, well, uh, um, Bill Jack, if they go to BillJack.com, B-A-L-J-A-C.com, there's a lot of videos that are out there, little three-minute um, training videos we've done over the course of the last maybe 10 years. And a lot of these quick little videos, maybe one-minute to three-minute videos, they're, you know, they're there. You can always go to my website, which is joelsilverman.net. Um, got some information there. You can go to my YouTube page. But I started a tour, you're absolutely correct, about two years ago with two other guys. Um, we do three different styles of dog training. We all are very similar in a lot of ways in the fact that we all um, just really, really want to get the dog working for us and enjoying the training session. But we do things a little differently. And so when people come to our tour, they'll, I'm out for one hour, one's out for another hour, another person's out for another hour. And that's kind of how we work. We just kind of alternate. And um, it's the largest dog training tour in America right now. It's called the Dog Training Workshop Tour. You can go to my website and check it out. Um, probably 90% of the people that come are professional dog trainers, but probably 10% are private you know, owners as well. Uh, they just want some information and stuff too. So um, people are more than welcome to take a look at that as well. And um, yeah, so we just, we just launched that about two years ago. That's just been really, really cool. So. He is celebrity dog trainer, Joel Silverman. We'll have more with him tomorrow. I'll get free advice and you'll get a case study. That's tomorrow morning on Hearing Voices. Hearing Voices? I'm Hearing Voices. You're listening to Hearing Voices with Scott Watson. 
This morning on Hearing Voices with Scott Watson, we continue our visit with celebrity dog trainer Joel Silverman. He's part of Good Dog You on Animal Planet. Okay, Joel, a case study. My son has a six, probably now seven-month-old black lab mix, mostly black lab. The dog is a great dog most of the time, but he's not a big fan of strangers. The dog came from a shelter. Where should he be starting? Well, that's a, that's a really, really good question. And, um, you know, we see that periodically where the dog is, um, uh, you know, you get a dog from a shelter and the dog is, a, is afraid of strangers. So when the dog, so you've seen the dog before, I'm going to ask you a few questions because I mean, this is what dog trainers should always do. And um, so I'm going to ask you a few questions. So how long has he had the dog? He's had the dog about two months. Two months. Okay, cool. And has it always been like this? Has it gotten worse or has it always been like this from the very beginning? I think he would say that it's getting better, except for there are some other things that are not getting as well as far as uh, urination when a stranger comes in the room. Yeah, okay. But as far as the people as far as the people go, the first thing I would tell somebody is that they feel like it's getting better, try to see if they can identify and see if the dog is discriminating on certain people because the dog might have a fear of a certain person, maybe somebody with longer hair, an older person, somebody with red hair. Um, Because if they came from a situation where the person was um, doing something abusive to them and they're okay with everybody else, well, if that's the case, then you want want to condition the dog and, and, and train the dog to be around that person. The way we do it is called desensitizing the dog to that person. And the way we desensitize the dog to a person the dog has fear of is to make that person a prop, nothing more than a prop. And using a Bill Jack treat or a high value treat, something the dog likes, having the person give the dog a food, a piece of food. So, they, so your son would actually take the dog on a leash. The person would be facing kind of away from the dog, not even looking at the dog, holding the, the food down, and let the dog take the piece of food. And they and your and your son would walk the the dog away. And all the dog starts doing is just walking to the person, getting the food, walking away, walking away. We build it that way. And then eventually we start turning the person towards the dog, again, letting the dog take that piece of food and building that trust. And now the person can be kneeling down. Now the person can be moving around. And we start building from there. And that's called redirection. And redirecting a dog, you can redirect a dog using toys. You can redirect a dog using a high-value trait, something like that. So that is how I would deal with something like that in dealing with um, fear. And um, so redirection is the way you want to go. He is celebrity dog trainer Joel Silverman. We're doing a case study this morning on Hearing Voices with Scott Watson. How important is routine when you adopt a puppy? Routine is everything. It really is. is they, they rely on you for everything. And that's a great question. They rely on you for everything. If you are inconsistent and if you are fly by night and the dog, you become unpredictable and the dog has no idea what's going on, um, with most dogs, that's not good because they want structure. They want to have that structure. Now, varying the training session, changing training session up, that's fine. And very, you want to make sure you, you don't become predictable. But having that routine where you take them out to go to the bathroom and you might make the dog go to the bathroom in the house and stuff, um, where the dog is like, okay, you know, it's morning. He's going to let me out. I'm going to go to the bathroom. Great. That's how you housebreak dogs is by, by, by creating that structure. One of the things that I mentioned is the dog is well housebroken, but when someone shows up, there are some leaks, and the leaks actually may be getting worse as the dog gets older. Any thoughts on yeah, that? That's a, that's a, yeah, that's a great question. Um, that, we don't see that very often, but one thing I would, just would say, Scott, is that is that what people need to do when people come to the house is what I would recommend them do. If the dog, when approaches the person, 
and for some reason leaks a little bit. What I would do is, remember we talked about that redirection. If you can go and as soon as people come in the house, have them walk right to the back door and have the dog follow them all the way out the door, let them greet the person out there and go to the bathroom out there, um, it makes it so the dog is not going to go to the bathroom in the house. And so you'll do that and get the dog conditioned to doing that. And hopefully over the course of time, the dog will get better. But in the meantime, as the dog approaches a person, you know, because there's nothing you can do, you know, to stop the dog from, from urinating right now, seeing a person so but the one thing you can do is take the dog outside to make it so the dog doesn't go to the bathroom in the house and then over the course of time hopefully it gets it just gets better you're listening to hearing voices with scott watson and if you ever have a question for joel silverman or any of our guests you're welcome to email me the email long cumbersome but easy hearing voices radio all one word at gmail.com that's hearing voices radio at gmail.com and we continue our chat with celebrity dog trainer joel silverman he appears with us today courtesy of bill jack foods talk to us a little bit about bill jack it's it's slow cooked in small batches and so when you're slow cooking a food in small batches um less of a chance of the aminos and the proteins to be um uh, to lose their, you know, impact, and you want them to be as nutritious as possible. What should one look for when they pick a dog trainer? And the cost of dog training seems to be really, really high. How do we know we're getting what we pay for? Well, the, well, I tell people all the time is that you know, it, uh, I wouldn't look at the cost for. I would look initially at the trainer. Um, read reviews. Thank goodness for Google. And you're able to read reviews. Just read a lot of reviews on that particular person. Um, when you meet the person, I would take a look at some of the dogs. Say, hey, listen, can I see some of the dogs work? Look at some of the dogs that are working. If their tails are wagging and they're having a good time and they got some really, really good control, that's awesome. Um, if you see your tails between the legs, dog's unhappy, dog's look afraid, I would go a different direction. Um, and um, I would, if there's things that you see somebody do with the dog and they're working with the dog and the way they're handling the dog and they grab the dog a certain way, uh, you know, and that doesn't make you comfortable. Again, if that person's doing that in front of you, what are they doing not in front of you <laughs> to the dog? And so um, just be really, really super careful. Um, there are a lot of good trainers out there. Unfortunately, there are also a lot of trainers that are not good out there too. Um, and you want to make sure that you find the right one. But I think the big thing is just, you know, and then always, always, if you've got friends or family that have gone to certain trainers as well, and certain trainers, if they're a little bit more expensive, um, sometimes you get what you pay for, you know, and sometimes a little more expensive and, but they're really good. Hey, you know what? That might be the case. That's might be something because it's all about, it's all about the dog. It's all about what makes your dog happy. And it's all about you being happy that your dog is trained. We wind up with Joel Silverman this morning on Hearing Voices with Scott Watson. What's the biggest mistake we can make as we deal with Finn going forward? Yeah, the biggest mistake you can make is is trying to go way too fast. Little, small steps, baby steps. A lot of people want the quick fix, and you're not going to get a quick fix. You need to take it one step at a time. And like we talked about the fear situation, if you've got a fear, fearful situation, you're going to basically take the dog literally and, you know, you take somebody and let the dog approach the person with the food, take them away, come back an hour later, two hours later in the same place, do it again. Come back, do it again. Come back, do it again. Dog's like, and that's redirection. The dog starts to understand. It's like, okay, it's not about the, it's not about the guy anymore. It's about the, the, the food that he's got, something I want, you know. And now that's where, you, that's where you make it really, really fun. But it all takes time and it all takes really, really super small, small, small sessions, 15, 20 second, 30 second sessions. 
He's available at joelsilverman.net. Also, Bill Jack's website and all over social media. Joel Silverman, thanks for the visit today on Hearing Voices. Hey, Scott, thanks a lot for having me. Really appreciate it.